This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShal from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I pray that you will never forget this conference. Because of what is going, is going to happen in your life. That you will never forget this conference. That you will always remember the Action Conference 2017. As the conference where you decided. It doesn't matter what the enemy says. It doesn't matter how I am feeling. It doesn't matter where I am. I have decided and I have made up my mind to rise up and reign. You know, when you have made a decision, nobody can undecide for you. The major problem that we have is that we have so many, few people making decisions, personal decisions, where you decide, this is my decision. I am going forward. I pray that that will be your portion this week. That you will never go back to where you are the same way you came. But by the time you get back, your eyes are opened up. You are walking in the revelation of the word that you have received. You have the confidence and the boldness to stand on that word. And to see change taking place. Rise up and reign. That means your position is changing. Your status is changing. To some of you, your name is changing. Your location is changing. There is no way you will rise up and there be no change. The moment you rise up, there is change. I remember very well 1984, I think in 1984, I went to a conference like this one. Maybe not, not, like, not as large as this, but it was a conference because the organizers called it a conference. <laughs> and, I, I, and I went there. I went to that conference, not really to attend the conference, but a friend wanted to send one of the guest speakers to our church. And I happened to be one of those preachers who were very jealous with their pulpit. So I told him I cannot, I cannot receive any one of them if I have not heard them. So I went to hear the speaker to know or to judge whether they would come to our church or not. I, start, I sat right at the back and listened. Not really interested in listening but wanting to Find out who are these guys. One of the things or one of the scriptures that was read was in Colossians. Colossians chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, which talked about the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. 
When I read, when I heard those words, something opened up in me. I left that conference a different person. I went back to church that Sunday morning and I told the people, I have quit working for God. And they thought I was going back to my teaching profession. But I told them I have quit working for God. And while they were gazing at me, wondering whether I was going back to teaching, I told them, I have made up my mind that God and I are one team. We are working together. No longer working for God, but God and I make the unbeatable team. I have the boldness to say to you that God and you, God and you can bring change in this nation. God and you can bring change in this continent. Let us arise and reign. Therefore, this afternoon, I want to talk to you, if I can, on the opening up of your eyes. That your eyes may be opened up. Because if your eyes are not opened up, you will not see what others are seeing. You will only see the normal and the common. But when your eyes get opened up, you see the purpose, purposes of God in your life. You come to realize why you are born or you are alive in the 21st century and not in the 20th century. You come to realize why you are in Zimbabwe and not Madagascar. So I pray that our eyes would be opened up this day to be able to see what God has prepared for us. Yesterday we talked about the thief and we said it is actually Jesus who said there is a thief. And you do not have to look for this thief. He comes. So you don't have to waste effort, your effort looking for the thief. According to the words of the master, the thief comes. And he has a mandate, threefold mandate. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. But, Jesus says, I have come. That you might have life and have it more abundantly. So you see there is the thief, but there is the master. And the master has come with life in abundance. That means he has come that you may reign. He has come that you may take dominion. Because that was the commission that Adam was given. To have dominion. To reign in every situation. And I pray that after action 2017, there shall be found a people 
that are going to reign in the marketplace. There is going to be found a people that are going to reign in the social mountains. In all the seven mountains of influence, there shall be found the people of God who are going to reign in those places because their eyes are opened up. David, in Psalms, in Psalms 119, prays, and verse number 18, David prays and say, Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things in your law or in your word. Open my eyes that I may see. I pray that that would be our prayer this afternoon. That in this session, you are praying with David and saying, Open my eyes. Pastor Tom talked about generational covenants that our ancestors may have made that are affecting you today, not only economically, but also spiritually and in all other areas. But to some of us, these are common things. They are normal things. So unless your eyes are opened up and you start seeing that here there is a problem, there is a door that allows the enemy to come in. Remember we said yesterday, it is a tragedy to assume that the enemy, there is no enemy just because you have not seen him. So when your eyes are opened up, you will be able to see where the enemy comes through and you take care of that. Remember the plan of the enemy is to hit you before you see him. The plan of the enemy is to finish you before you are aware. So his desire or the desire of the enemy would be to hide. I told you about Kenyan thieves. They don't come through the gate. I don't know about uh, Zimbabwean thieves. But Kenyan thieves will not come through the gate. They will come through the back door. Some of them will even go there early and hide. Because they don't want you to see them. Because the thief is more afraid of you than you are afraid of him. So the only way he can hit you is by hiding he goes into hiding so that you don't see him. So that when you are at least expecting, 
He will rise up and strike. But I am so glad that there is a people in Harare who have said it is time to rise up and reign. It is time to rise up and take my position. It is time to rise up and sabotage the plan of the thief. It is the time, it's time to rise up and sabotage the enemy. So David prays and says, Open my eyes that I may see. Was David blind when he prayed that prayer? David was not blind. He was seeing. If he had been blind, he would never have seen one of the, his sheep being taken by a bear. But he said, I saw the bear. I saw the, the sheep. I attacked the bear. I killed the bear. Why? He was not blind. He was seeing. If he had been blind, he would not, never have seen the lion take another, another animal and kill it. If he had been blind, he would never have seen Goliath. But he saw Goliath. And he saw Goliath carrying a javelin, a sword, and all other weaponry. And fully armored. And he said to, he heard Goliath say, I am not a dog. Are you coming to me with sticks? David told him, you are coming against me with the javelins and all your armory. But I come to you in the name of the Lord God whom I have seen deliver me from the lion, from the bear, and from everybody else. I pray that our eyes would be opened up. I pray that that would be your prayer this afternoon. Lord, open my eyes. Once your eyes are opened up, you are able to see what Pastor Barney has been talking about this morning. You will see it in your own house. You see it in your own family. And when you see it, then you can bring change. And the time for change has come. The time for change has come. For a long time, the church has been singing poverty songs and has been living in poverty. But I am glad that there are eyes being opened up to be able to see that God has given me the power, the ability, the wisdom, the knowledge, the revelation to make wealth. When my eyes were opened up, I went back to church and I told the people, some songs we used to, we have been singing here, we will see, never sing them again. 
I started seeing God in me more than in heaven. When I captured that word, the mystery which was hid for many generations and ages has now been revealed, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory, Christ in me. I realized that when I got born again, God changed his headquarters. He transferred his headquarters from heaven and made his headquarters in me. So he operates in me. And we have been called to bless, to be blessers. We have been called to be changers of the world or to be world changers. So our eyes have got to be opened up to see what God has done so that we may rise and get to that point. So when your eyes are open, you will be able to see your source of strength. You will be able to see your enemy. You will be able to see what is happening in the marketplace and your responsibility. You will also be able to see what is happening in the political realm, in the economic arena, in the social arena, and all the other mountains of influence. When I look at David praying, open my eyes, and I know that he saw Goliath, then I realize that I don't have two eyes. I have four eyes. Take me to Elisha. Elisha and his servant are at this mountain they have come to there for the night. They, uh, the servant rises up in the morning only to discover that the Syrian armies have surrounded the mountain. The servant looks, goes out, maybe to get some water to prepare a cup of Kenyan tea for the prophet. When he gets out, he sees the armies of the Syrians, and he counts one, two, three, four, five thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand. He counts and he says, Oh my, 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 we are finished. He goes back to the prophet and tells the prophet, My master, we are finished. I do not know. How many times you have been told you are finished? I do not know how many situations have been looking at you and telling you you are finished. I do not know how many people you have told I am finished. The servant tells the master, we are finished. We are surrounded. And Elisha does not bother going out to find out what is finishing them. He looks at the servant and tells him, cool it baby, cool it boy. 
those who are for us are more than those who are against us. And the servant does not understand a thing. The servant does not understand what mathematics is going on. He says, you do not understand. I am telling you, we are surrounded. We are finished. The prophet says, relax boy. Those for us are more than those against us. What happens? He had two eyes. He says, one, two. He looks around. He doesn't see anybody else. He's only seeing one, two. He goes out. He sees the armies. He tells the, the, the master, you don't understand. We are finished. He says, relax boy. Those for us are more than those against us. Then Elisha sees this guy is struggling. I came to say to somebody, your days of struggling are over. I said your days of struggling are over. I guarantee you, if your eyes would be opened up and you capture what has been taught upon this altar, the word that has been declared from this altar this week, you act on that word. Even the devil will know you are different. Your relatives will know you are different. Your colleagues in your place of work will know things are different. So Elisha sees this guy is struggling. What does he do? He prays. Lord, open his eyes. Lord, open his eyes. Can, can anybody help me here? Just say, Lord. Open. Yeah, pray for your neighbor. Lord, open. Open. Tell your neighbor you are prayed for. Didn't he have eyes when he was counting one, two? He had eyes. But when Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes, what happened? The eyes were opened up. What did he see? He saw the chariots of Israel. He saw the armies of the Lord. Let me ask you a question. Were they there before or did they come when his eyes were opened up? They were there before. Was Elisha seeing them or not seeing them? What does that tell me? That tells me that you could be walking two together. One is seeing, the other one is blind. You could be having a partnership in your business. You have established a business partnership. One is seeing and the other one is blind. And that is why we have problems with many believers who get into companies or who get into businesses with non-believers 
Why? Because you can see, they cannot see. Or eventually, you also become blind. So the pastor is seeing. Your pastor is seeing where God wants to take you. But for you, you are seeing the Zim dollar. Or you are seeing the American dollar. All you are seeing is your bank account. But the pastor is seeing the kingdom. The pastor is seeing where God wants to take you. But for you, you are seeing my bank account. You are seeing my new Mercedes Benz. My V. You're seeing my V8. You are seeing my Range Rover. You are seeing my mansion. While the pastor is seeing beyond. Somebody help me. Say, Lord, open my eyes. How I pray that our eyes would be opened up. Because that will bring change in the way we do our things. The armies of the Lord were there all the time. All the time. But he was not seeing them. Because his eyes were blind. Is it possible? Is it possible? Or could it be possible that you are in a company where God has planted you for the kingdom and you are not seeing anything to do with the kingdom. Could it be possible that God has planted you in a place, in a job, in a business you are doing? He's given you a business idea. Last night was a night of conceiving. And I'm convinced in my spirit there are so many people who conceived business ideas here. There are many people who conceived new ideas last night. And those ideas will come to pass. But for them to come to pass, your eyes have been opened up. You are able to see where you are going and you are able to see your enemy. Did you realize that Israel, we, Israel never seemed to have any other enemy other than the Egyptians while they were in Egypt. But as, as soon as they said, they, they followed Moses to the promised land. The moment they rose up and started going to the promised land, to their inheritance, that's when they discovered there were Jebusites, Perisites, Amorites, and other sites. As long as they were in Egypt, seated and working there, the Jebusites were nowhere to be seen. You see, you come to a conference like this, 
And the Kenyan comes and says, you shall conceive and bring forth. Don't forget that even when Mary conceived, she had to carry the baby for nine months. She had to carry the baby for nine months. Did you realize that Joseph had no idea who he had as brothers until he rose up and gave his dream. When he gave his dream, that's when he discovered that he had enemies for brothers. Before he gave his dream, he had brothers. After he gave his dream, he discovered he had enemies for brothers. So I want to say to you, that as you rise from this conference, to go and reign, the Jebusites, the parasites or parasites, depending on your English teacher. The Amalekites are out there to tell you you can't make it. They are out there to tell you you cannot make it. That conception business that you are telling us, it can't be done. But did you know that once you have seen something, you cannot unsee it. Once you have seen something, you cannot unsee it. You don't even have to argue whether Mark has a jacket or not. If somebody came and told you that guy was preaching from Kenya did not have a jacket on Friday afternoon. You don't have to argue. Why? I saw it with my own eyes. What are you telling me about? And it is you who has seen it. Your neighbor has not seen it for you. It is you who has seen it. Normally, when pastors come to me or people come to me and tell, them, tell me they have been called into the ministry, I learned I never argue with anybody. When somebody comes and tells me God has called me into the ministry, I tell them, when God speaks, he does not use public address system. He speaks to you as an individual. It is you who heard him. I was not there when he called you. I do not know what he told you. I was, I was doing an interview, an interview with one of the media houses, and they asked me, 
what is your comment about all these uh, pastors and bishops who are joining politics and they want to become politicians? What is your comment? Do you think they have missed God? And I told them that when God calls, he does not use public address system. He speaks to an individual. I do not know what they were told when they were called. They could have been told to stay in the church for 10 years, after 10 years to join politics. I was not there. They are the only ones who can say what they were told by the one who called them. So when you conceive an idea, when your eyes are opened, you are able to see what God is showing you. Your neighbor may not does not see. It is you who knows. Elisha was seeing the armies. But his servant was not seeing the armies. So what did Elisha do? He decided to help his servant. And prayed for him. Lord, open his eyes. And his eyes were opened up. I'm still on the opening up of the eyes. And I see Paul writing to the church in Ephesus. In Ephesians chapter number 1. From verse number 15 through to 18. Paul writes to the church in Ephesus and tells them from verse number 15 through to verse number 18. He tells them, ever since I heard of your faith and your love for all the saints, the good ones and the bad ones, I do not cease to pray for you making mention of you in my prayers. That the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ might give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse number 18 says, the eyes, the eyes of your understanding being opened up, being enlightened. I pray that your eyes would be opened up. Now, this is many years after Paul founded the church in Ephesus and pastored the church for about three years. When Paul went to the city of Ephesus, he found 12 disciples. You remember the story. He found 12 disciples who never knew anything about the Holy Ghost. He asked them, have you heard about the Holy Ghost? We said we have no, they said we have no idea. He laid their hands, uh, his hands on them. They received the Holy Ghost. They went to the synagogue and he started teaching them the word of God. Because the word opens up the eyes. He taught them the word. After he taught the word, the word collided. The word collided with, uh, with, uh, with religion. 
And the elders said, you cannot teach what you are teaching in this place. So what did Paul do? Paul went to the city of Ephesus. He found a tycoon who was called Tyrannus, who was running a school. He hired the school hall. And he told the people, any one of you interested in what I am teaching, you come and listen in the school of Tyrannus. Went to the school of Tyrannus, he taught them the word. When he taught them the word, their eyes were opened up. They saw the authority, the power that they had. They started casting out devils. They went witnessing to the, are they called Changomas? Sangomas. The, the, the Sangomas, the witches, the wizards in the city until they had to close their college. The books were burnt. Then there were the sons of Skeva. They saw the people from the school of Tyrannus casting out devils and they said, we can also do it. It's not only Paul, we can also do it. And they said, you want us to prove we can do it? They went to town. They looked for a maniac. Maybe he bought some Coca-Cola and showed the maniac some Coca-Cola and says, come, we'll give you this. Come. And the guy followed them to a certain room and they locked themselves there. And they said, these ones are going out. They started, come out! They asked, how does Paul do it? Paul chases them in the name of Jesus. Okay. Come out in the name of Jesus. The demons asked, by the way, which one are you talking about? Which, which one are you talking about? Because there are many Jesuses. Which one are you talking about? And they asked one another, which one are we talking? What is his other name? What is his second name? None of them could remember. And they said, the one who Paul preaches. Come out in the name of Jesus, the one whom Paul preaches. And the demon said, wait, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it. Paul, we know. Jesus, we know. Those are dangerous. Those ones are dangerous. But who are you? The guys were beaten up. They had to run away naked. They ran away. They were beaten real good. Now this is a church that had revolutionized the city of Ephesus. Many years later, Paul is writing to them. And he is saying, I am praying for you. That your eyes might be opened up. How I pray for those of you who have been with Pastor Tom all these years that your eyes would be opened up that you may see what God is doing now and not in the 90s. Because there are those of us who get glued to the first fellowship. I was there when the church was launched in 19-whatever. In fact, I am the one who took the offering. I was the first treasurer. 
I was the secretary to the church. You are glued there. You are living in the 1970s while we are in the 21st century in the 2017s. May your eyes be opened up. May the Lord open your eyes. I was there before this sanctuary was put up. In fact, I sold my car and brought money for the building. You cannot get stuck in the selling of your car. If it was alive today, it would be too old. May your eyes be opened up. Somebody say, my father, my father, my father. Open my eyes that I may see what you are saying. Now let me remind you of the resurrection day. On the day of the resurrection, The women rose up very early. Thank God for the women. They rose up early. And they decided we are going to the tomb to anoint the body of Jesus. And they left the men asleep. Men, it is time to rise up. The women rushed. When they got there, the stone had been rolled away and the body of Jesus was not in the tomb. And the angel told them, he is not here. You go and remind the disciples what they were told, where we are going to meet. You are going to meet with him. They went back. They woke Peter up. Peter, wake up. The body is not there. And there are some people who told us that he has risen. Peter said, where? Stop telling us those stories. John rose up. They started running. Peter ran. John overtook him. They got there. John is peeping. Peter comes and goes inside. And he says, it is true. He is not here. Now, when the men were told, those who were remaining, remember there was 120. You remember that? When they were told that he is not there, his reason, there were two guys. One of them is called Cleopas. They came from the village of Emmaus. And they were told he is risen. And the way these guys were discouraged, they said, where? I don't want to hear those things. I thought he was going to deliver us. He was going to rescue Israel. Now you are telling us that the body is not there. He's risen. I'm going home. Cleopas and his friend decided we are going home. Discouraged people want to go back home. So they set off. 
And they are walking and they are talking. They are walking and they are talking. And the master appears to them. And he walks with them. The guys have no idea who is walking with them. He starts talking to them. But they have no idea. Their eyes are closed. Discouragement makes eyes be closed. So they get to a point where they now have to divert and go home. And Jesus says, I will keep going. And they say, no, it's late. You read, in, read the Bible. You read in Luke. You will find. They said, no, it is now late. It is evening. Please come and stay with us. Okay. You normally have one, time, one minute to conclude. Please come and, and stay with us. What happened? He stays in their house. They have no idea who is in their house. It, it, could that be possible? That we have so many believers born again, but you have no idea who is in you. Until, ooh, until he breaks bread. When he breaks the bread, uh, breaks bread, their eyes were opened up. When their eyes were opened up, what happened? They received new strength. May you receive new strength. May you receive new strength. They received new strength. And the Bible says they went back to Jerusalem that very hour. They were tired. It was in the night. But the strength they received said we are going back to Jerusalem to tell the others we have seen him. I pray that there will be people here who are strengthened and encouraged by this conference who will go back and tell others I have risen up and I am going to reign. I have stood up. I am going to reign. Stand up on your two feet. Why don't you just take a moment? Just take a moment and tell the Lord, Lord, open my eyes. Open, open my eyes. May, may, the, may the Lord open your eyes. Just talk, just talk to the Lord. Take a moment. Take a moment and talk to the Lord. And tell the Lord, open my eyes that I may see. Open my eyes that I may see what you have prepared for me in this conference. Let me not go back home blinded in the vision, in the dream that you have given to me. Open my eyes, Lord, that I may not go home as a blind person, that I may not operate again as a blind person, that I may see what you have prepared for me, that I may see what you are saying to me. May your eyes be opened up, our Father and our God. I pray that by the revelation of this word and by the anointing upon this altar, Lord, the eyes of your people would be opened up that they may see the times and the seasons that you have set for us. We honor you and we bless you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Now with a finality, declare my life will never ever be the same again. My eyes are open 
from this moment. In Jesus' name. Amen. Get a witness. Give them a high five. Awesome. The word of the hour. Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.